0: Alrighty, welcome to another wonderful episode. I believe this one we're going to make into another mini-guide. Just because this is one of those hot topics that I know uh, Henry wanted to speak about, uh, and this is actually like... I I actually kind of am excited about this too, uh, because of how much I've been watching. So we have been watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and they recently released JoJo Lance. Which was, what, Tuesday? No, it was Thursday. Thursday. And so with that, um, he immediately messaged me after he read it. He's like, we have to record something on this. I was like, I'm fine with that. He's like, just make sure you read it first. And so I was like, yeah, that's fine. I'll I'll read it. And so I finished it this morning while I was sitting on the toilet. I was like, wow, this is actually kind of (laughs) good. I was surprised, actually, because I was not looking forward to it. I was kind of hesitant. Just because I'm like, it's JoJo. Like, eh. (laughs) <laughs> but so uh, the basic synopsis of the story is
1: this may sound like bull, but this is the story of one boy becoming rich in the subtropical islands. this boy, Jodeo Joe star. Well, that's the other point I wanted to mention ciao, ciao! And uh, basically
0: it's uh it takes place in Hawaii. move over a little and we're so we get a little bit closer to the mic. We're following uh jodeo and we're following two of his people that he uh hangs out with i don't know exactly all their relationships besides uh just uh, brother uh two brothers yeah.
1: so so far the characters who have been introduced are Jodio, uh, dragona yeah his brother dragona uh we're gonna talk about certainly Jodio's name definitely um they're so, Jodeo and Dragona are both uh, siblings. Members. Yeah, they're siblings, and they're, they're members of a gang. Um, it, there's a scene where it shows that Jodeo uh, deals drugs to some of his classmates, stuff like that. They, yeah. They, cur- they work as couriers, transporting different illegal goods to people, stuff like that. That's how <laughs> they make their money for their single mother. Um, and one of the other... Now, now.
0: Spoilers right here, because this episode, we are going to be talking about what happens in this chapter, so if you have not read the chapter, go read it. You can read it on numerous places online. Okay, back to what you were saying. And
1: and I will add, um, most of JoJo's manga is, well, not most, it's actually like about 50% now, only about 50% of JoJo's manga is currently published in English, officially, and like legally you can get it in English. And that is, that would be um, parts one, two, three, and four are all available. Part five is currently being published. I've got the first six volumes. They're gonna release three more. Um, before and is this official? No, no, this is this is a fan published <clears throat> stuff. Okay. They are currently. So they're currently finishing up their release of Part 5 as a manga. They're also right now releasing digital versions of Part 6 as manga, but they've not started a physical release of it okay. yet. They're going to start that at the end of this So year. all
0: this is fan translation.
1: Yeah. Which what I'm getting at is Part 7 and 8 are not available legally anywhere in English right now. They're sure. only available online through fan, fan translations on torrent sites and stuff like that. And Parts... 7, 8, and the part we're talking about right now, Jojo Land's Part 9, those three are all set in a reboot universe. Parts 1 through 6 are yes. all tell one story. Part 7 <clears throat> reboots it, and this is a new universe. And what I'm getting at is Part 7 and 8, they're not currently available. You can find them online, fan-translated. They're really good translations. I've read them. Um, but that is to say, most people who are fans of at least the anime, or become fans by watching the anime, or by reading the manga that is currently available, pro- almost certainly have not read Part 7 or 8. And what I'm getting at is, if you read Part 9, the cool thing about JoJo is, even though these all these all are set in the same universe, and they tell a generally cohesive story, you don't necessarily need to read previous parts to understand what's going on. Because they all, they all tell an overarching story, but they're designed to be what they're designed to be consumed individually as well it's like this, yeah. it's like star wars you can watch the there pre- it's an a- anthology series yeah. entirely you can watch the prequels on their own and they stand on their own as a story you can watch the ot on its own and that it, it stands on its own as a trill. you can watch rogue tri- one honestly yeah. by itself yeah they all tell a story but you don't need to see everything else to get the essence of what you're watching right exactly. and you don't watch the sequels at all because amen, those are affronts to those are affronts to God. Exactly. <laughs> but so what I'm getting at those is... those are as bad as Hitler.
0: <laughs> Every episode we have to make a reference to Hitler because you know it's our shtick. Um, is it? Uh, it's at this point it's gotta be.
1: I don't want that to be. our I understand.
0: Schtick. I don't want it to be either, but it's there.
1: It's a thing. You just <laughs> you can't say you don't want it to be our shtick when you're perpetuating it.
0: Okay, whatever. <laughs> so, back to JoJo Lance. Yeah. So, I I know Henry's going to want to talk a lot about this. Uh, I said, you know what? Let me introduce like these couple points I thought that were really cool. Yeah. And good. then we <coughs> will allow him to do the rest of the talking. Just because I know that um, you are extremely passionate about yeah. this. Because you've been following it for numerous years. Well,
1: the, the what I was also getting at is like... Because you can read JoJo lands on its own, I can fill in for you whenever they make references to previous parts of the that you don't understand. But you can like you can comment just as much on the story that we've gotten so far as me. Yeah. Um, all of my contributions were all of my contributions that like you aren't. Any stuff that I add that you won't be able to is just going to be me talking about previous parts and what I think those previous parts might signal for what's going to go on here. Yes. And stuff like that. The legacy of the series. So, first things first,
0: um, I wanted to mention the coolness of the names. So, uh, obviously, Joe Dio is a play on Season 1 and season three. Yeah, the
1: the main villain of the <clears throat> first two seasons of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm talking about the anime because yeah. that's gonna be more yeah. recognizable.
0: Arc One and Arc Three. Yeah,
1: Arc One and Arc Three. Is Dio. It, his name is Dio Brando. He's Jonathan Joestar, who is the main character of part one. He is his adopted brother. And so what we've got here is a is a Jojo whose name is Joe Dio. Now, I am <clears throat> of two minds on this. Mm-hmm. I feel the same way as you where I think it's really cool to have that combination yeah. of the names. On the other hand, Jodeo <laughs> sounds really Jodieo. It sounds like so anime does this thing um where if they have a non-Japanese protagonist, they'll usually give him a name that tries sounds Englishy. Well, so like the things, thing
0: is, Jody is an English name. It's a yeah. very English name. But they were like I'm guessing Araki was probably just like Hold my beer. Watch this. Yeah. I got this. Jodea. Yeah. Oh my gosh, everybody flips. Oh, so, sorry. I just bumped the mic. Stand. What,
1: what I'm what I'm getting at is, like, so, I, I can't think of a good example off the top of my head, but, like, you'll find in the Isekai or something like that, or in yes. an anime that's, or, like, in a harem anime or a slice of life anime that introduces an English character, like an English girl or something like that. They'll have some ridiculous name, like Wilhelm Wilhelmina Crumpington the third, like just a name that you'd never actually hear. And you're like, this is, this is the Japanese version of a, of an, Eng, of an English author naming a, a Chinese character like Chang or yes. Ching Chong or something like it's that. Like this is the Japanese equivalent of that with an yes. English name. And that's, There's a part of me that kind of feels like that about Jodeo, and the only reason I'm not harping on that more is because I know that the only reason Arki did that is because it's a reference to Dio. And I'm actually very, very intrigued about why he did that. Yeah. I
0: I thought it was cool myself. I was like, yeah. I was very interested. I was like, okay. Like I see how the guy always is trying to call back. Another thing I liked was the the family tree. How we actually see where Jodio is placed. Yes, and so Jodio is off of Joseph's line. Yes, um, and so Joseph was the grandson of Jonathan, the original Joe star. Yeah. So then Jonathan's,
1: which that's true of both universes. Yes.
0: So Joseph, I get those two mixed up every single time. I mm-hmm. swear to you. <laughs> Joseph had a child, um, and then. That child had Jotaro originally.
1: In the original universe? Yes, yes. in the Uh, original. uh Now
0: because this is rebooted, they have another daughter to Joseph which had Jodeo. So he is still the grandson of Joseph, just one of his cousins is
1: Jotaro. And let me help you out with this because you're right, you're also a little bit off. Mm -hmm. And this is because you've not read part 8. So um, in the original universe, you're right. The family trees it goes: Jonathan, his grandson is Joseph. Joseph's grandson is Jodro. Those are the first. Yes. Those are the protagonists of the first three parts. Is it George? Yeah, Jonathan was the middle one. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Jonathan, he- George, Joseph. Yeah, if you, yeah, if you want the full family tree, it would go. Jonathan's father was named George, so you got George, Jonathan, Jonathan's son George the oh, second. Okay. And then um, George's son Joseph, and then Joseph had a daughter named Holly, and then mm-hmm. Holly had Jodoro. Yes. And then Jodaro had a daughter named Jolene, who's the protagonist of Part Six. Yes. In the new universe, how it goes is, it's the same for the first four generations. It goes George, Jonathan who's called Johnny in the new universe. George, Jonathan, George, uh, Joseph. And one thing that actually is interesting that's different is um, there's a family tree. That same family tree is also in part eight, and you can see, like, more generations. It's more detailed than in part nine. And what's interesting is uh, Joseph actually has siblings in this new universe. Okay. He has two sisters and a brother. (laughs) But so, and then in this universe, in the original universe, Joseph had one daughter, Holly, who had Jotaro. In this universe, he has two daughters, uh, Holly, and was it Barbara? Barbara Ann. Barbara Ann. Yeah, yes. Barbara Ann. By the
0: way, Barbara Ann's the name of the song, if I am ever correct,
1: Is it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay, good to know. I'll uh, need to add that to my JoJo playlist on Spotify. Give for me a second.
0: Ba, 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 ba Barbara Ann. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got to add that to my JoJo playlist yep. now. Yeah, I was like, it's gotta be a song. And so, then it clicked me as we were sitting here talking about it. I was like, that's a song. Yeah,
1: well, that's the thing. Like, Araki names his character... Araki has a tendency... So, Araki has three naming schemes. um, Except for Japanese characters. Japanese characters are just given regular Japanese names. Like Pone Yeah. (laughs) So, with with non-Japanese characters, Araki has three different naming schemes. He will either name them after English bands... Or I should say English music—just yeah. bands, album titles, or song titles. Any of those. Yes. Uh, so that's the first category: is music references for their names. Sure. The second category is food. He'll name them after food. So, like for all of Part Five, which is set in Italy, all of the all of the characters are named after Italian food. Oh, okay, interesting. <laughs> And in part six, you get the third category, which is all... Most of the characters are named after fashion designers and fashion brands. Oh,
0: yes. Okay. So it's it's usually someone famous or something famous. Yeah,
1: someone famous or something famous. And so I actually feel that way. So Joe Dio is named after Jojo and Dio. Yeah.
0: That's the reference. Which is a callback to where this all started. Yeah.
1: Which Dio is... The name Dio itself is a reference to Ronnie James Dio. Yes,
0: which honestly is one of the greatest metal vocalists of all time. Mm. Uh, he uh, he took the place of Ozzy when Ozzy got kicked out of Black Sabbath. Like literally in literally. Black Sabbath. In Black Sabbath, did he? Yes. I did which not know then they then they changed the name to Heaven and Hell. Oh, that's why, that's why I didn't know he was part of Black Sabbath, because exactly. they changed the band. Well, I mean, he was part of it for a little while, and then, like, they changed the name or whatever, Okay. I think it's the way that worked. Uh, don't quote me on that. <laughs> but I do know the three original members, excluding Ozzy, um, the, the, of the four, the three who were left over, excluding Ozzy, went... With Ronnie James Dio, and they started their own band called Heaven and Hell.
1: You th- you thought the singer of our band was Ozzy, but it was I Dio. D- <laughs> yes, but
0: uh, so, uh, so so that that's one of the things I think was cool. Obviously, the names are cool. The family tree is cool. Yeah. Another thing is he's always making. Uh, references to pop culture, anything of that nature, In his stuff, obviously. Yeah. The food, the uh, fashion artists, whoever.
1: A lot of his, um... Actually, something I've not mentioned to you, that, like, you might pick up on it if you know enough <clears throat> art, but a lot of the poses that his characters mm-hmm. do that you'll see in the anime and stuff like that, where they'll, like, do really weird looking yeah. poses. Those are, Most of those are based on paintings or sculptures. Like, this one here? Probably. Yeah, that's probably based or, on something.
0: um... There's another one where she was like arced really hard. I bet he. There's one character that's very androgynous and you can't quite tell whether they're male or female, and it's just that's the way Archie does things. Yeah.
1: Well, it's a plot point in this one that what the what the text says is that the character is male, but he likes dressing like a woman, so he's yes. n- he's not transgender. He's a crossdresser. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But so he uses. But he uses his stand, his stand ability. So stands are a thing in JoJo that they're just, everyone has a unique ability that is like yeah. a manifestation of their soul. His stand allows him to like alter, like, yes. alter things. Like, he can literally move your eyes on your body if he wants. So you can move your He's ear and smooth stuff. Smooth like Operators. Yeah, the name of it is Smooth Operators. <coughs> and it's Which
0: like, I feel was a reference. It is. Uh, I I'll, feel it was a reference to Michael Jackson.
1: Well, I looked it up. Uh, it's, there's, it's a reference to a Sade song. Come oh, okay, operators. Yes. Shade. Yeah. And uh, and so there there's an implication in this chapter that he is also using smooth operators to alter his own body to look more feminine. <clears throat> but as far as I'm able to tell, he's not it's not that he's transgender or anything like that. He he is male and he identifies as male. He just likes making himself look feminine. Yes, yes. and which honestly,
0: as you're reading through it, you're like, oh, that's a woman or whatever, and then you're like. You start here, and then it's like, oh, wait, no, it's not. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. They, make, they make, I'm sorry, I misgendered you.
1: Well, it's actually interesting. So, Arki published, um, Ar- <clears throat> well, Arki didn't publish it. They had a lot of promotion for this part in Japan leading up to it, which I thought was really cool. Like, they actually put murals, um, they put JoJo murals up in different areas of Japan to promote it, which I thought was oh, really, okay. cool. And one really of the, cool. And one of those murals, I'll actually try and find it for you, was a... Um, Literally, what they did is they put up different images of characters from every arc of JoJo, which I thought looked so cool, like the the manga arts, like kind of like this stuff or whatever. Yeah, stuff like that. And so it was literally on the on the wall of a subway. It's like it starts with Jonathan's arc. So you got Jonathan and Speedwagon and all of them in this big collage, and it goes. And like as you keep walking down, it turns into Joseph and all of the characters from okay. his arm and Stroheim and all of them it goes to Juggernaut. <laughs> yes, Stroheim, yeah. <laughs> and it goes all the way down to part nine. And at this point, we didn't know the we didn't know any of the characters' names, but it had Jodio and Dragona and Paco, yeah, who is the uh, other guy. Yeah, in so there. he
0: he is the uh, Caesar or the Caesar. Well, he uh, but that we're able to tell in this situation.
1: Potentially, or um, what was uh, cockyling? Well, kind of cockyling. Given yeah. his personality um, that I saw, he he reminds me of more of a Polnareff type character okay. right now. Um, I would actually hazard a guess that Dragona is going to be the seat. If Dragona, yeah, f- yeah, I see stays- that now. Now that I think about it, yeah. If Dragona stays in the series, he'll be closer to the Caesar type. Paco. <clears throat> Like there's a scene in this chapter where he tries to use his stand to rob someone in a store that Dragona works at, and Dragona yeah. basically uses his stand to beat up Paco. And Paco's response is he basically tries to get tell Dr- to, tries to invite Dragona outside so he can beat him up. Yeah, they, he's, he's very, like, well, let's go to the gym or whatever. Yeah, which means they're gonna beat him. Yeah, up. Yeah, code for I'm gonna beat you up. And Dragona just basically Dragona just basically calls him like. Uh, like a cuck, essentially. Yes. Um, so... But, um, so Paco reminds me more of a ref type character. But what I was getting at is, um... So, Jodio, Paco, Dragona, they were all in this collage at the end. For part nine. And literally, every single person in the JoJo fandom assumed that Dragona was a girl. Yeah. I will testify to this. Like, the JoJo wiki put up a page for him as just un- the unnamed girl like they had a page for it yeah. and then the chapter comes out it's like oh my gosh that we've girl- all been wrong <laughs> we've all we've all we all fell for the trap
0: yeah exactly
1: we all fell for our <laughs> trap
0: exactly so um my original point was obviously the reference to all the like the various pop culture things i like yeah. that he references dua liba in this chapter
1: i noticed that too. i was
0: like oh okay that's good like trying to be relevant or whatever which it makes it feel more present time it makes it feel like it's not some distant future or some distant past i yeah. like that it's you could feel like it's in the 2010s well
1: you can't uh, they also referenced COVID at one point mm-hmm. so oh yeah
0: so we're gonna so actually it's like 2021 ish yeah it feels like But what's
1: interesting to me is um so this is set in the same universe as part seven Part 7 was the reboot, okay. Was the yes. reboot, obviously. And in Part 7, um, the main antagonist of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 7 is the President of the United States, and his name is President Funny Valentine. And w- something I've noticed that's really funny is Part 7 has stuff like that where the President is not... I don't even remember who was supposed to be President at that point. I, of what year? Uh, I, th- I believe it was... Like 1800s or something like that? Let me look at it up. It's not the same year as part one in the original universe. Uh... Clickety, clickety. Clickety, clickety. How do you guys feel? i uh-huh. listening to us not talking about anything. <laughs> clickety, clickety. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. He, so, t- 80,
0: 1847. No, that's when he
1: was born. He oh. died in 91. So 1891. The series takes place in 1891. I want to say
0: before Theodore Roosevelt.
1: In it may be like right or uh, Ben Harrison. Harris, Benjamin Harrison, yeah, yeah, Benjamin Harrison. So instead of Benjamin Harrison, you've got f- this dude named Funny Valentine as president, yes. Um, Jesus, like Jesus, also appears in part seven, and oh, um, I was not aware of that. Yeah, Jesus is a side character in part seven. It's established that Jesus he got crucified rose from the dead all that stuff in christianity then he traveled to america and uh preached to like native tribes and then he died again of old age in america which is like more closer to the mormon religion if anything like that yeah it's a very joseph smith move
0: right there yeah
1: but what i'm getting at is like the two biggest departures from our reality um in Ball run are that benjamin harris wasn't president and Jesus moved to America like, and died. Jesus there.
0: was uh, the Mormon version.
1: Yeah, Jesus was the Mormon version as opposed to the actual version. Exactly. <laughs> the correct version mm-hmm. which is rose from the dead and went to heaven exactly. after sending he ascended his,
0: after 40 days.
1: Uh yeah, after and after sending his disciples to make to make disciples of all nations. Yeah, exactly. And what I'm getting at, what I, is funny is um there's, in part eight, there's references to Yes, the band. Yes. There's a um, reference to the main antagonist, Toru's favorite band. His favorite artist is Elvis Presley, and his favorite song is Wonder of You by Elvis Presley. Um, obviously, we've got a reference to Dua Lipa and Corona in this, in part nine. And G- Jodeo, I almost called him Jorno because I, I was so convinced that part nine's protagonist was going to be named Jorno, which is the name of part five's protagonist, there's a yes. reference by Jodeo to uh, President William McKinley. Um, oh. There's also a reference to McKinley here, and what I find funny is that you know do you, you know the butterfly effect, right? Yes, yes. One when you small, change
0: one little thing, then everything changes after it.
1: Literally, Benjamin Harrison was never president. We had a like weird, funny Valentine dude who started a huge um, inner, like. A, cross-country horse race to find the corpse of Jesus Christ in America. That literally happened. That was that was the main plot okay. of Steel Ball Run. They were collecting the corpse of Jesus because he died in America in Steel Ball Run. So, all of that happened, and then apparently the butterfly effect does not exist in JoJo because everything else in history played out exactly the same after that. Dua Lipa is still a thing. Elvis Presley still happened. William McKinley was president... <laughs> after valentine okay so the the other thing i wanted
0: to reference is i like you had said when we're naming anything uh we're always going to reference uh a, as Arki would always do he's always going to reference either something from a pop culture a song or anything about nature yeah. maybe even fashion
1: that's for character names for stands, which are the powers we mentioned yes. earlier stands are always music references yes which when, i'm fine with
0: i'm okay with uh particularly i'm not okay with the main character's stand name. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, it's just because we've had this discussion already, and I believe I made reference to it in our music episode. Uh, the name of, jo- uh, jo- of I I- Jodio's stand is... I almost is, called him Josuke that time. Mm-hmm. The, <laughs> name, the name of Jodio's stand is November Rain. Guns Famously, and, a Guns N' Rose Roses song, song. Which I am a huge not fan of... Axle Tool Bench Rose. <laughs> here's how, what I mean by Tool Bench. Okay, so if a person's a tool, they're a tool. Okay, well, what's worse than a tool? A tool bag. What's worse than a tool bag? A tool bench. <laughs> so that's the, my reason for m- making that, okay? So uh, so we have uh, November Rain, which is Jodeo's. Uh, Jodios, Jodios uh, Stand. Then we have Smooth Dragona, which yeah. is Smooth, Smooth Operators. Operators. And then we have Paco's, which is The Hustle. The I hustle. have no idea what it could be a reference to, I, unless it's the, like, 80s disco-y kind of song. Yeah,
1: it's it's the Van McCoy song. And do The Hustle. Do, 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 yeah, it's do, that do, one.
0: Do, 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 do. And that's the 70s, actually, not 80s. 70s. Yeah. And so, um, I thought it was going to be a reference to, like, a rapper's album. Because that sounds like a rap album. Yeah. It does. The Hustle. But... Um, I kind of get why it got its name. Smooth Operators, get why it got its name. November Rain, understand why it got its name. Yeah,
1: November Rain's ability is... Jodeo has the ability... I've seen people online call it Heavy Rain... That is his ability. Like, he's to able to, like, punch people with raindrops. Yeah, his stand... And they just, like, fall. Yeah, his stand produces rain, and that rain, each raindrop weighs, like, a bowling ball or something like <laughs> that. And so it's like he's dropping hundreds of bowling balls on people.
0: So there was a particular incident at the very beginning of the chapter where Dragona and uh, Jodeo uh, were pulled over, and uh, things escalated. Um, you can read it for yourself. I don't want to go into that particular part. Uh, but things escalated to the point where the cops started pulling their guns, which obviously is a reference to 2019 George Floyd. I don't think so. Well, I mean, police brutality, because you see this entire thing, like, nothing was like, hey. Well, here's, here here's why I don't think it's Oh, a actually, my to... bad, my bad. You're right. You're right. I was wrong on that. I was, because, um, they're... There like was suspicion because there was something weird about yeah. the vehicle. They well, thought it was stolen.
1: Well, my thing is, regardless of um, regardless of any of that, Araki generally isn't that clued into oh, okay. American politics. I don't think most Japanese creators are. And let's not forget Joseph's arc, Part Two, which was written back in the '80s, also begins with two cops harassing um, a black kid, and Joseph. Oh yeah, Smokey. Yeah, Joseph puts both of them in, essentially in the hospital. I think this is just an Archie A trope or something of Araki. I wouldn't call it a trope, but it's like, Araki. the way he always introduces, like, not always, but the way he generally introduces main mm-hmm. characters is he'll get, is he'll, um, j- just put them in a, a situation where, like, they have to fight. Yeah. Where, like, things escalate, and I think just having the cops pull them over was a good enough reason for that. I really don't think there was any message behind it. It's just, like, a trope of his or whatever. He just does it. It's just, like, a good way
0: to start so you can introduce yeah. the character. His,
1: his trope is that, like, at the beginning is that his trope is introducing unnecessarily hostile people to give his characters a wait, reason to... Wait, wait. He basically
0: did the same thing with Jolene. Like, she gets arrested, so she's... The the cops show up and arrest her. But,
1: but like, it's always a cop
0: situation yes. to interdo-
1: introduce the character. I will, I will say, though, you've only watched... You've watched two minutes of Stone Ocean. I, I, I No, I've watched half an... No, was that a full episode or whatever? No, we got two minutes in. Oh, I didn't realize it was just two minutes. Like, we literally got two minutes in before Alex got here, remember? Oh, yeah, I remember now, yes. So, yeah, um... that those... was the same thing, like, it's
0: still... The cops did show up, yeah. the cops arrested Jolie.
1: What I'm getting at though is the cops. The cops did their jobs right in part sure. six. She was, wasn't she, falsely accused or was she accused of it? Uh, she was falsely accused of it, but that was not on the cops' end. Okay. That was due to false testimony in court and okay. stuff like that. Yeah.
0: So they were just doing their job. Yeah. Whereas here, like, it almost feels like they're not doing their job, but at the same time, it is a suspicious vehicle because they're on the lookout for a possible stolen vehicle. Yeah. Uh, in which. Obviously, things escalate. Cops pull their guns. Jodeo gets out of the car. They're like, sir, get on the ground. Put your hands on your head. <laughs> to which then November Rain comes out. It absolutely pummels this dude. Yeah, like we're looking at it right now. and
1: He looks like he's a pancake and he's got all these divots in him. Yeah, he's got all these divots. And it looks... Oh, I, I just had a comparison to help illustrate it by... And like an actual
0: hands. pancake before you flip it? Like how it just develops all the holes?
1: Well, it kind of looks like he's getting hit by lots of BBs, except they're bigger than BBs. Like they're the yeah. size. It's like he's getting hit with just a ton of baseballs. Like that's about how big the divots are that they're making. Yeah. But they probably weigh a lot more than baseballs. Uh, obviously. And, and the thing is this, uh,
0: from what we could see, like... They're not killed or anything,
1: but they're that's thoroughly beat up. Yeah, that's explicitly called out in the manga. So like, it says you beat them half to death. Yeah, they're not they're not dead. Although, something I do like... Now, I'm going to pivot us a little bit. I think we can get... I, I didn't get a chance to finish something I was saying earlier, but it's left my brain. So sure. if I remember it, I'll pre- come back to it. It had, it had to do with... I think the naming schemes and stuff, but this is a good chance for us to pivot into talking about Jodio's character. Sure. Because I'm very excited by what I have seen of Jodio. Oh, it was the Guns N' Roses stuff. We'll oh yeah. It's Guns N Roses we'll come we'll come back to November Rain's name. We'll get that in a minute. I am very excited by what I've seen of Jodeo's character. Because Jodio right now Jodio's done one positive thing from like a Morality standpoint so far in this chapter, and that was his brother was getting harassed by the cops, and Jodio beat them up. Jodio stood up for his brother. Yeah, Jodio stood up for his brother. What is aside from that, we've seen Jodio selling drugs to people in his school. We have seen Jodio basically, um, looking at his community, like there's a scene where he well, oh, I forgot. There's something else I want to mention. To you. Okay, go ahead. Go, you keep going with your There's story. a scene where he watches one of his classmates at school getting beat up and bullied, and he basically just, and his his stance on it isn't to like help the kid or anything like that. His stance, his stance is this kid doesn't do what I do. He, Jodeo's thing is essentially I'm I'm in a gang and I've got a lot of connections and I do a lot of stuff for them and so I've earned respect and people know not to mess with me and this dude is a loser so he gets treated like a loser Jodeo and he even says during his narration because it's all done in narration where he says it, I, I know that I probably sound cocky to the people reading this but I don't care <laughs> yeah he, <laughs> so he literally just doesn't Jodeo comes off as a tool bench he doesn't come off, he doesn't come off as a
0: Wait, wait, wait. Jodio? November Rain?
1: Axel? <laughs> hey, Axel! Hey!
0: <laughs> he, he does give off, like, Axel Rose vibes a little bit. Now the more I think about it. So what I'm getting at no, is... No offense to him.
1: But. Yeah, Jodio comes off to me... He doesn't come off as an all outright bad person, because no Joe Star is ever an outright so, bad
0: person. So I didn't notice this, but the cover that they show yeah. of... It's actually Jodeo and Dragona.
1: Right yeah, it's there. Jodeo and Dragona. And I'm interested because um, I don't know how far away that cover image is from where we're at. I'm interested to see how they end up there. Sure, yeah. Um, I, I would say that's possibly like,
0: uh oh, like something happens coming up or whatever. But so, yeah.
1: Uh, but what I was getting this- at is Jodeo is what you would, what you, Luke, would call a dirt bag. <laughs> A little bit.
0: Yes, he's a bit of a bearbag.
1: And I find that interesting because um
0: I do find it cool though. Like I do like the character. Yeah. He's got a, a nice little bit of development already. He's even very though,
1: firmly established. Yes. I, I, I feel like I already know Jodeo really well. I, I also feel like he's uh,
0: that mentality, why do I gotta do this? Like he he literally is a millennial. He asked <laughs> he asks the question, why all the freaking time. Mm-hmm. Which I I like that feel, too. And if
1: I can compare him to Johnny, the protagonist of Part 7. Yes. Johnny Joestar. I've said this before. Steel Ball Run, Part 7 of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. You say it's your favorite. It's my favorite. I don't just say that, though. It is one of the best manga arcs ever written. I will stand by that to this day. The three Steel Ball Run is up there with Berserk... Uh, the first 100 chapters of Vinland Saga, Full Metal Alchemist, like the ones that everyone points to as the yeah. best mangas of all time. Steel Ball Run is up there. The only reason more people don't point to it is it's because it's, it's Jojo. Well, that's, it's because of the universe
0: and people are weirded out by the yeah. lips.
1: And it's also... it jo- Part 7 has not gotten a, a formal release outside of Japan yet. Yeah, exactly. I think once it gets more recognition either as an anime or with the manga eventually getting released, I think people will... I think Steel Ball Run, Johnny's Arc Part 7 alone, will bring a lot more respect to JoJo just from that because it is one of the best manga arcs. And Johnny, Johnny is one of my favorite anime characters of all time. He is yeah. one of the best anime characters of all time. And the way Johnny starts out in Part 7 is he is paralyzed. He's a, he wrote he's from a rich family, obviously. He, uh, paraplegic? He's a paraplegic. Um, he... He's from a rich family. He made a name for himself as a famous horse racer. So he wrote, he raised horses and wrote and um, raced them in races <clears throat> and stuff like that. And he grew to fame and for and his own fortune. He it wasn't just old money. He got his own fortune in addition to his the money he inherited and his fame from that. And it went to his head. He was arrogant. He treat he basically saw women as just like sex objects, stuff like that. He treated people horribly. He was super arrogant. And he eventually what happens is. He was going to a he was going to a theater show with his current girlfriend or something like that and he cut in line and the person he cut in front of <clears throat> tried to get him to move to the back of the line cuz like you can't do that and John, Johnny basically harassed him and threatened to get him like thrown out of the theater. I think he did get him thrown out cuz he told he like basically spread lies about the dude and Johnny was well known so he could get away with doing that. And the dude lost his temper and shot Johnny in the spine and paralyzed him. And so Johnny starts out in part 1 depressed He's lost everything. He's lost his fame. His family doesn't respect him. And his family didn't respect him for a lot of reasons. Johnny's older brother... Johnny has a brother in the reboot universe that he didn't have in the original universe. Sure. Johnny's brother died when he was young. And his parents blamed him for that, partly. So his parents sort of abandoned him. Johnny rose to fame and fortune on his own. And then he lost that because you can't race horses when you're paralyzed. Obviously. And so he's he's basically depressed. He's selfish. Um, he doesn't really care about other people, and that is how Johnny starts out in part seven. And he goes through this amazing arc, becoming friends with Gyro, traveling across America with Gyro, going through all these experiences about with Gyro him. Gyro right? Gyro Zeppeli, yes. yeah. And he has one of the best character arcs I've ever seen in an anime. And Johnny, like,
0: does he have a lot of character growth? Yes. Okay.
1: Yes, Johnny probably has, of all the JoJo's, Johnny has the most character growth of any of them, other than arguably Jolene, I would say. Okay.
0: I was about to say, are you going to mention Joseph or something of that nature? Joseph?
1: You? so jo- Original Joseph,
0: not part three yep. Joseph.
1: Original Joseph, part two Joseph. He, So he does have character growth but a lot of the draw to Joseph... Joseph is a very good character as well. Sure. He's a good character because he's well-detailed. There are two kinds of good characters. There are the good characters that don't necessarily go through a big arc, but they're well-defined. They've mm-hmm. got a lot of depth to them. They, these would be your characters like... I think people would probably point to like Clint Eastwood characters. Yes. like Clint Eastwood has played a lot of very famous gunslingers. Did,
0: wait, which one of the characters was named, based off the man with no name? That was Jotaro, part Jotaro. three. Sure. okay.
1: But Clint Eastwood, so Jodorow is like the example of that, of what I'm getting at. But Joseph's kind of like that, I would say, where he doesn't necessarily, he does go through developments. We've talked about this before yes. off air. He goes through a lot of development. Um, he basically starts out part two not caring about his family legacy. He's basically just a punk from... Yeah from he's old money he doesn't really care about anything and by the end of part two and he's
0: like very Sherlock Holmes like early Robert Downey Jr. kind yeah. of feel who's just like he's in it for himself that's it and at the end of part two like there is he's like found somebody he wants to start a family with them. part three we see and, and there's also, the fruits of that too. and there's
1: also because of his friend with Caesar who Caesar comes he Caesar's Italian he very much values family because that's a because family is much more important it's Italians man you yeah. know. Yeah, family is, family is a much more like important thing in Eastern cultures than it is in America because we're much more individualistic in America whereas in Eastern Europe and stuff like that they still very much care about that family bond. Yeah. And Joseph at the end of part two has become very very dedicated and selfless and cares a whole lot about the people around him whereas he didn't before because of his relationship. Like he cared with a little
0: bit about Smokey at the very yeah. beginning of the show. Oh yeah, he's,
1: he's altruistic and he cares about people but he's still an very much an individualist he's still yes. very much on his own a lone wolf and he's become a much more like community type person by the end of it yes. but joseph at his core is still a very static character and there's nothing wrong with that so long as your static character is not bad sure. and a- an example i would say of a static character of a bad static character would be levi from attack on titan don't at me attack on titan fans attack on titan fans at him <laughs> <laughs> they will. Yeah, I,
0: I'm aware of that. They'll find you and throw you in a dumpster quick. <laughs>
1: no, so no, no, they won't. They'd have to go outside to do that. Oh, <laughs> but I'm um, freaking incels yeah, but, so, <laughs> but so Johnny, pre. So Johnny when he, Johnny is introduced in part seven, he's already paralyzed. He's already depressed. He's already very down on himself, and um, and so he's growing from that. All the stuff about him being a in an arrogant, sort of pompous ass, for lack of a better word, is yeah. his backstory. Jodeo feels like he's starting out as that arrogant character that Johnny was. And so I am super excited. I would love to see I would love for what Arky's doing here to be like the the part of Johnny's character that was not shown in Steel Ball Run, which is we're going to see the humbling that Johnny went through, except yes. we're going to see it drawn out over the course of Jodeo's arc. I think that would be yes. really cool to be. And,
0: and to the see. thing is, this, like, it'd be really cool to see that kind of function. Now, mind you, we may not get that. Oh, we I... may get that he's just this guy, kind of like Jodaro was. He's just this guy. Yeah. In which, that's okay. Like, I uh, I like the development that we've already seen. Like, he he doesn't care much. But, I mean, like, obviously, he's got points of Joseph in him. He's got points of Johnny in it. He's got points of Jotaro in him. So, there's
1: many different things that he's pulled from already. Oh, I think, and I definitely think. So, talking about characters from previous arcs, I think he's pretty clearly... Even though he's not named Jorno, I think he's pretty clearly an adaptation of Jorno. Was part five. Jorno is part five. Is part five. Yes. He's we've got. So I've got a collage of images up here on on the computer for Luke to look at. Jorno is the one in the middle, obviously. He's, so uh,
0: to distinguish him uh, for everyone else, if you were to go up and look at like a collage of all the um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure characters, he's the one that looks like he has like cinnamon rolls on his forehead. Yeah, he's the one who looks and like it's he's his got, hair.
1: Yes, yeah, cinnamon rolls on his forehead. So. People were already guessing because this image of Jodeo was released publicly it's for promotion. Also,
0: the fact that his his face is uh, his hair is split into three, just as Jodio's yeah, hair is. is split that
1: into is that is that was one of the things where before Part Nine was officially begun, and we only had that image to go off. That was one of the things that made people think he might be an alt universe Jorno. Is the design cues, which are the three bangs he has in his over his eyes, in. Um, correlate to the three um hair rolls that Jorno has. Did he have braids? Um Jorno? Yes. Yeah he's if you can actually see it a little bit right here, okay. there is a ponytail in the back. Because I was just
0: wondering because there's like one right here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Sh-
1: Jodio has a has a not a ponytail. He's got a braid on the side of his head. Jorno yeah, had like a
0: one of the three one of the three bang pieces is yeah. is actually like a small, small braid. Yeah and
1: Jorno had a braid in the back of his head. So that's another design cue. Something you can't see so you actually could see it um, in the full image is Jodio has that heart design on the front of his jacket. Sure. Jorno, you can't see it here, but Giorno's um, jacket, the, it opens up and forms a heart on his chest. Oh, I remember seeing images of that before. So, Giorno doesn't have, like, a heart pendant on him, but his jacket makes a heart shape on him, so that's another Was Giorno...
0: Okay, so... Wasn't Giorno's arc the one with the crime? Like, he was part of the... Yeah, so that's
1: another comparison. Giorno's arc is about him joining the Italian mafia... So that is another comparison. Jorno is in the mafia, and, jo- and Jodeo is in a Hawaiian gang.
0: Yeah, he, he's in a gang or whatever, and they're, they do, like, rob robberies and stuff yeah. like
1: that. Now, so. now, a key difference between them is Giorno was not okay with the mafia selling drugs to minors, whereas jo- Jodeo is, is the s- one, selling, is drugs the one mi- selling drugs to minors. So, <laughs> so. Uh, here's
0: the other point I, I remembered, and I, I wanted to, like, pick your brain on this. Okay. Case. You can
1: do that. One more thing about Jodio. Sure. One more comparison. Jorno is, in the original universe, the son of Dio. Oh, gosh. He's one I of, forgot about that. He's one of the sons that Dio had using Jonathan's body. Okay. So, Jorno, son of Dio. Uh, for, for frame of reference, end of part one-
0: Dio's got his head cut off, but Dio's not dead. Because he's a vampire. Because he's a vampire. Long long story. <laughs> long story. He takes over Jonathan's body yeah, he kill- and lops off his head.
1: Yeah, he kills Jonathan to
0: steal And then his like, implants his own. It, in part three, we see uh, basically the whole process is because he's using Jonathan's body, Dio is also developing a stand just like the rest of them. And yeah. their job is to go kill Dio yeah. because... He's part of the lineage now, and uh, Jotaro's mom is developing a stand, and her body can't handle
1: it. Yeah, it's a long story, but there there is a reason for it that we can't that we should, probably shouldn't go into just for time's sake. Obviously, but yeah, kill they need to kill Dio in order to save Jotaro's mother's yes. life. And so Gior- it's revealed in part five that Jorno is a child a, that Dio had with a woman while in possession of Jonathan's body. So, so in that two year
0: period, no, it wouldn't be two years, it would be more like, was it like six to eight months or something of that nature?
1: I actually think it was like a two to three year period where he was, he was recovered from, cause Dio was stuck in a coffin at the bottom of the ocean. Yes. For again, long story. They came out
0: in like 88. He they pulled him out of the water in like '88 or whatever. Yeah, so he
1: had like a year or two. Okay. Um, before the before Jodro and company came after him, but so Jorno is a son that Dio had. So he's the son. Technically, he's the son of Jonathan and Dio. He's got Jonathan's DNA, but Dio's the one who. Dio's. Uh, Dio's the reason he exists. Yeah. So another comparison between Jorno and Jodio. Jorno, son of Dio. Jodio, Joe Dio. Exactly. Dio is. I, it's I, the combination of the two. Yeah, I w- I would be shocked. Like I think Araki did name him Jodeo for probably thematic reasons. I bet there's a reason that he wanted to combine those names. I just noticed here on his neck. Yep, that's why. That's how why people were guessing his stand was going to be November Rain before the chapter came out. Sure, but um, but so I I think part nine is going to be the final arc. I don't. Araki's in his sixties. The last part eight took ten years to publish. So if he takes another 10 years, he'll be in his 70s. I doubt he'll want to do a part 10 when he's in his 70s. Well, the thing is, he did take
0: a long time off yeah. for this one. And so I feel like the stuff on it will come out quicker. I hope so. Uh, because I don't think you had as much buildup at this point. For this series, like, yeah, so
1: much publicity and all yeah, this yeah. stuff, especially
0: with the murals and everything. Yeah,
1: well, I, I, I still, if you were to put a gun to my head, I think part nine will be the final part. Yes, and so I think thematically, there's that might be a part of the reason that he's naming the protagonist after the two main characters of part one, Joe Jonathan and Dio. Yeah. Joe exactly. Dio, it, like, basically come for full circle, yeah, and end it all. But that being said, I would also be shocked. If he did not reveal at some point that there is an actual in-universe connection between Jodeo and Dio. Because there is a Dio in this universe as well. Yes. So I would be shocked if there was not a comparison... Not comparison, connection between them. Yes. Now, what did you want to pick my brain on? So, um,
0: this is the major spoiler point that I wanted to talk about. Okay. So, um, what ends up happening is... Paco shows up to the store where Jodio and Dragona's at. Mm-hmm. Dragona works. Dragona works there. The Dragona works there. Okay. Yeah. So they are they're there. He tries to steal something. They close up the shop. And their principal shows up, who happens to also be like the store owner. Yes. And also the ringleader.
1: Yeah, so the principal of Jodio's school. Um, basically her job as a principal is like her, um... Meryl May Kwai. Yeah, Meryl May Key, or however it's pronounced.
0: I I, 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 I want to call it Kwai. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know that the... It's Ka- probably Kui.
1: I know that the, uh, Kana, the Japanese characters for it, I looked it up, they're pronounced Chi, so it'd be Chi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in Meryl Jap- Yeah, in, in Japanese it's apparently pronounced Meryl May <laughs> Either way, so... Her, her public gig is school principal... She's got a couple of side gigs um, as, like, store owners for money laundering. And then also drawing pictures of uh, dresses
0: and actually, like, making all yeah, the dresses.
1: designer and stuff like that. But her main gig is she is a mob boss, essentially. Yes. And she is Jodeo's mob boss. So, they, uh, the the next
0: gig that the the three are supposed to do... Um, is their job is to go find a diamond from a guy who just came from Japan, and he uh, just came from Japan to Hawaii. Hawaii. He's on the main
1: He's on the main island of the, Hawaii. The main
0: island, which they have to go to Kona, I think is what it's called. Yeah, and I, I
1: believe that Jodeo, in his. Jodeo and Co I believe that the island they live on they said is Oahu I think yes yeah, so the they're on, they
0: Oahu, on Oahu Island and they have to go to Hawaii Island yeah so makes
1: me want to go back to Hawaii
0: so here's the thing I want to pick okay okay could this be them drawing in a previous yes. character which I was thinking is it possibly gonna be Jorno? Uh, so not Jorn. Uh, uh um, Joske. Yeah, Josuke. Josuke. Because I was about to say the, wrong universe. Yeah, my, wrong, my bad. My bad. I you, like I said, get the names mixed up because they're all Joe. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: so, uh, Josuke, The name of his original arc is Diamond is Unbreakable. That's part. So that is part four.
1: Yeah, and then just to make it super clear to anyone listening, um, because we're dealing with two universes, parts one through six are one universe. Parts seven through eight. Through 9, yeah, are a reboot universe. Like, it is the same series, but Araki wanted to reboot it and tell some of the previous character stories again and tell different stories with them. Yes. So, Josuke Higashikata is his full name. Josuke Josuke appears in part 4 and part 8. And Josuke is the hardest one to talk about because parts 1 and 7 are Jonathan and Alt Universe Jonathan, but. But Jonathan's name in Part 7 is Johnny. Everyone calls him Johnny, yes. so you can distinguish them like that. So, literally, Josuke right now is the only character who's got the exact same name in both universes. Yes. So it's always hard to, like, distinguish when you're speaking who you're talking about. So,
0: usually, I what I've understood, the best way to, to do it is go by their arc name. So, Diamond does Unbreakable, so... the. Uh, Go like oh, so. In Unbreakable, you like see Josuke do this. Whereas in Jojolian, Part Eight, you see him do this. And yeah, so that's the best way. So it's it's
1: easier in like text form because I've seen some people spell Josuke Part Eight's name with a two for the S. So it's like Joe Two K. Okay,
0: <laughs> and um, Joe. Jo- Joe
1: to Uke, yeah <laughs> and I know that some people also call Joe skate 8 gappy because of the gap in his teeth Oh, okay and so which, we could we could call him Gappy if you want to I
0: I feel like we should just stick with Joe skate because right. we can honestly split the universes yeah like you were saying so obviously we're in uh second universe mm-hmm. so we're seven through nine universe so uh, the it, task that the principal is sending him on is to go find a diamond the diamond is ginormous. Yeah. Uh, to be exact, they say. In other words, minimum market value of it is around six, six million dollars. Yeah, six million. Uh, Twenty-four carat round brilliant cut diamond. Um, no, it's not. And a, it's a twenty-three millimeters in diameter, which is massive.
1: Uh, so it's. I think she said that the picture of it on her phone was about the size of it. So it'd be like, it's big? still massive. That's a diamond, dude. Yeah, I, I know what I'm getting at. Though is like. And I think this is just me not knowing how diamonds work. When I hear massive, I would picture, like, a really big diamond. So, when we say massive, we're saying about the size of, like, a phone screen or something like that. So,
0: I don't have a tape measure. I normally have one, like, right here. So, diamonds particularly are very small. So, I have a small screw right here. Yeah. For a computer, okay? This would be the equivalent of, like, on... A multiple diamond set ring for like a wedding or something
1: of that nature. Yeah. This could be four. Okay. And well, I guess it's easy to just like talk about wedding rings, right? Yeah.
0: And so, like, you make you use the reference of a,
1: a wedding ring. Yeah.
0: Now, say you have a diamond that big. Just the, the so I have here what this is uh, the back of a computer case. Sometimes you'll have these hand tightening screws. That have a large knob on the end of them so yeah. you can grab a hold of it. Um, so if you have a diamond that size, that's Kim Kardashian diamond. <laughs> that's what that is. Yeah. That is huge. Okay. And this one This this is huge. And this one is bigger than this. Yeah,
1: the the diamonds in, that they're going after is roughly the size of a phone screen.
0: It's uh, I wouldn't say a, it it could fit on a phone screen, Yeah, but you'd only be able to put like three or four of them on the phone screen itself. Yeah. So, so that that's what is insane to me about it because like they're saying it's a
1: 6 million dollar diamond. Yeah.
0: So uh, the, for
1: frame of reference, um, and the cut that each that Jodio and his um, to and his brother and his friend are gonna get is like forty thousand each. So for frame of reference, I we Kardashian. I
0: can't spell. It's okay. I have to like I mentioned her, but so like here's for frame of reference. She had. Uh, her first engagement ring. How much was her engagement ring worth? Eight million. Yes, her engagement ring. So
1: that's kind of close. That's actually smaller than the manga made it s- sound yeah. like. It's kind of close, but it's not. Like it's it's obviously smaller. Yeah. Um.
0: Like right here. So, a 56 carat, which the the carat is the size. Yeah. So, a 56 carat, which is basically the Titanic Heart of the Ocean diamond. Yeah. That that thing is $500 million. Yeah. Everybody wants that. You can't have it. No. But so, like, a decent diamond ring is a 4 carat, okay? Mind you, you can see it on someone's hand for a frame of reference. The top one is a three-carat. The top one is a three-carat? The top one is a three-carat. Okay. For frame of reference, that's three. Eight times that. Yeah. It is huge. Yeah. And so, like, to hold it, it's like holding, like, the head of a Pop
1: figure. Yeah, so the the size of this diamond is about the size of a Funko Pop's head. Yes. That's what he's getting at. Or, like, um we spent so much time on this i but but that's
0: like a frame of reference so yeah, like yeah. the the thing is like i i want to make this point exactly because i was like hey i really feel like we're bringing in another character here and i saw that immediately as i'm reading because i saw like they're going after a diamond and there's a dude from japan here yeah. i'm like that's got to be somebody and so, and is so it so, like
1: josuke or something so here's the thing Ariki is it wait josuke
0: part 8 No. Part 8 and part 4 Josuke? Yeah. Okay. I'm making sure I got the name right. Yeah.
1: So here's the thing. Araki is really... Um, is Araki exercises a ridiculous amount of self-control when it comes to bringing back former characters. Like, for example, Araki has said that Josuke from part 4 is his favorite character in the series, and he has never brought Josuke back after part 4. He brings back Jotaro a lot, but he always makes sure it's for a good reason, but like he stopped bringing Joseph back after a certain point. Yes. Uh, He stops bringing certain characters back. So Araki exercises a lot of self-control, so it could be an original character. I'm not gonna... (coughs) Any any other manga series, or any other series in general, I would say it's almost certainly Josuke or someone from Part 8. With Araki, I'm not sure. That being said, it absolutely could be Josuke, because in Part 8, Josuke has amnesia, and he's adopted by a rich family. Like, he's... Their family that he's adopted by has lots of money. It's so a they're the Richie Rich, rich. It's been a minute since I've read it, but I assume yeah, they're rich. They're not Richie Rich, rich, but they're close. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't, I, I, don't know if it would be a stretch to say that they have that diamond, but I don't think you could rule it out. So it could be Josuke. It could be one of his family members, which Josuke's family consists of the the patriarch Norisuke Higashikata. And, uh, then his adopted siblings, which would be, uh, well, I, I gotta remember which ones are dead, cause some of them die in part eight. If this is said after part eight, then it could be, um, Jobin, Daya, <coughs> Otto, Sarubi. So
0: where, where does Joske appear in the timeline? Like, in the family tree? Josuke
1: is... So, this is funny. This is a weird one. So, Joseph, in the new universe, Joseph had his daughter, Holly, Holly married a Japanese man, like in the original universe. Exactly. In the original universe, she married a man named Sada Okujo, and their son was named Jotaro Kujo. Yeah. In this universe, she married a man named, Yo- named Yoshiteru Kira, and they had a son named Yoshikage Kira. Anyone who knows Jojo would think that's super weird, because Yoshikage Kira was the main villain of Part 4, and he is Joseph's grandson in this universe. So he's a star in this universe, and what happens is Kira, in his 20s, this is all backstory on Josuke, sure. Kira in his 20s had a roommate after he moved out named Josefumi Kujo. Kujo, right? Kujo, yeah. And what's interesting about him is he had the Joestar birthmark, which indicates that he was descended from the Joestars also, but he never knew his father, so he could be an illegitimate son of someone, the same way that Josuke Part 4 was. Okay. Josuke and Kira got involved in a sm- in a smuggling job at one point. Uh, there is a And this is part 8. Yeah, this is part 8. There is a plant in part 8 called the Lokakaka plant in the lo- Lokakaka. Yeah. Lokakaka. Yeah. <laughs> it lo- sounds like you're stuttering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Lokakaka. <laughs> so the Lokakaka plant is a magical plant which has um, A plant as in like warehouse or plant as in like flowers? Second one. Okay. It's a magical plant um, from the Papua New Guinea Islands. Okay. Which has the ability to, if you eat it, you can do an equivalent exchange with something else that eats it or something like that. Equivalent exchange as in... You You can add something to your body or take something away from your body on the... As, but so if you add something to your body you lose something that is of equal worth to it Okay. if you take something away you gain something that is of equal worth to it and so Josuke not Josuke Joseph Fumi and Kira got involved with a smug an illegal smuggling organization that was smuggling these plants and they stole one of the plants and the organization came after them they all had they were all stand users
0: this is jojolian yeah Kira died. I'm just continually saying this because I keep hearing Josuke, Josuke. I'm like, yeah. separate the
1: universes, separate the universes. Ah." So Josefumi and Kira, they stole this plant and the smugglers came after them, had a stand battle with them, which ended with Kira dying. So Joseph's grandson Kira died in this Mm -hmm. battle and Josefumi, to save Kira's life, ate one of the lokakaka fruits, sorry... Rokakaka was a fan translation for the longest time. Yeah, with Ls and Rs. Yeah. And then um Ariki actually made his wrote it in English himself and he spelled it with an L instead of an R, so it's difficult. Lokakaka. Instead of Rokakaka. So Josephumi ate the Lokakaka and fed the rest of it to Kira's corpse to try and bring him back to life. And what that did is the plant combined Josephumi and Kira's bodies together. Informed Josuke. So Josuke is the combination of Kira and Joseph So he is technically Joseph's grandson, but he is also an affront to
0: nature. <laughs> Which makes me feel like they have to do this. They have to throw Josuke in now.
1: Well, that's the thing. There because,
0: are... like, you they... say he's two in one. Yeah. Joe Dio. Oh
1: my god. I'm just saying, like, he's combining things here, like, come on. Like, I, I am considered that. Well, the thing is, most people assume <sighs> that there is going to be a very strong tie between Jojolian and jo jo Lands because Jojolian, more than any other arc, introduced a whole lot of plot points and concepts and then did, didn't touch them. Yeah, didn't touch them. And so, Archie, there's this meme on the internet called the Araki Forgot Meme. I remember you telling me about this. And this, it's a mis. It is a basically an urban legend. People say that Archie has a habit of introducing concepts into a series and then forgetting about it. That is not true. Most of the stuff, like most of the stuff people point to, is like stuff that were like fan theories people came up with that didn't come true. And they're like, "Oh, Archie forgot." It's like, no, that was just a fan theory. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. Joe Jolian actually has that. Joe Jolian is the only one that has that. I wouldn't say it's the only one. uh, Solidly. It's the
0: only one that's introduced like five or six plot points or whatever. And then just nothing.
1: Like one example is Josuke. So Josuke is the combination of Josefumi and Kira. Yes. Josuke mentions, because he never gets all of his memories back. Which I think has to do with Kira being dead when he was combined with Josefumi. Sure. And essentially the message by the end of part eight is that Josuke is his own person. He doesn't need to figure out... Like he know, like he knows that he is the combination of two different people, and he knows that those people had lives. But he's come to accept that like those people's lives are not his life. So what he's saying is like
0: Goku and Vegeta when they put the earrings on
1: and they become one. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it. But so basic part of the message of Joe Jolene is that basically Joe is his own person and he doesn't yeah. need to worry about who he was before. But. One of the things that's introduced, so two two big things were um, um, Josuke has memories of a man, like a man who was w- with him right before he lost his memories or something like that. This mysterious man. And we never met the man. Yeah, he ne- he's never introduced. That's never touched on. It's mentioned once. And there's a flashback arc which reveals that Johnny actually moved to the town that Josuke lives in back in the early 1900s and lived there for a minute. And he died there mysteriously. Um, Not mysteriously, it shows how he died, but, like, the nature of his death... Was that that a mystery? Not entirely. Um, It's not a mystery how he died, but it's implied that, like, his death It's implied that there was something more going on there than what was shown. And if I remember correctly, I've not read Joe Jolian in a couple of years now, so I might be getting this wrong. But um, if I remember correctly, it said that a mysterious baby washed up on the shores of the town right around the time that Johnny died. And so it, it, it introduced this mysterious baby and then never followed up on that. So there are like actually so there's three
0: mysteries there. One, like there's something up with Johnny's death. Well, Two, there's a baby that washes up. And three, they introduce some man that was pre-Joseke. Yeah. At the final moments of Josephus.
1: Josephumi. Josephumi and Kira.
0: And Kira. And then I I don't know why I went and say Josephus, but <laughs>
1: And uh what's interesting um I can actually show you the man who is in Joe movie. and I also don't want to oversell the mysterious nature of Johnny's death because Johnny's death is shown what I just mean is there were there were interesting coincidences like that baby showing up right around the time he died the nature of his death is completely shown there's no mystery to that there's no like but there's if you feel like there or, was foul play well I I know what happens is um Johnny's head got crushed by a boulder while saving his son's life. Um, I don't think... It wasn't necessarily... Spoilers, man. I was going to read so well Run. That's in part eight, not part seven. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, Johnny survives part seven. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Dang it, man! Spoilers! (laughs) But, um... So... I don't... it's It's not... It's not a problem of, like, foul play or something like that. It's... It's really just the fact that that baby shows up. They're like... It's not, it. there's not an implication that there's a larger conspiracy to Johnny's death. There's an implication that, like, there's weird stuff that was going on at the same time that he died. You know what I mean? Or something like that. So, Arky introduced these mysteries and stuff like that and never followed up on them. Sure. And people are assuming, I, I wouldn't say assuming. Hope-
0: lo- uh, I'm sorry. Just, like,
1: I love the fact that how
0: some of the Pete characters are named. Okay. Uh, there's one particular character. Uh,
1: Poor Tom's Harlot. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's um, these are characters that were unnamed, so these are just descriptions that the wiki gave for them. Yeah, like, but but there is a character named Poor Tom. Yeah, yes. Um, let me see if I can find. There's the mysterious baby, a mysterious baby boy who was who was washed up on the oh, beach in Smoky <laughs> of Morio in the year 1901. He was saved by a local fisherman. However, he had nothing on him that could help identify him. His fate after that remains unknown. So Morio 1901. Let me make sure that chapter. Yeah, this is the the chapter about Johnny's death introduces this mysterious baby who washed up on the shores of Moria, which is where Josuke lives, the same year that Johnny died, and that's never followed up on. So people are hoping, hoping that some of these things were not addressed in Part 8 because they're going to be addressed in Part 9 which is why I think there is a really good chance. So here's the dude. This is the mysterious the, dude from, The
0: Man from Josuke's Memories. Yeah, from
1: Josuke's Memories. And so what's interesting to me is um, I don't know if this is set before if part 9 is set I wish
0: I wish they didn't name it that exactly.
1: <laughs> I wish they would Soft Wind Wet. Well, that's the name of the prince song. <laughs> Soft and Wet? Yeah, Prince had a song named Soft and Wet, and Arky named Josie oh, yeah. Stand After I forgot that. about that.
0: I, there was another one. I think it's uh The Bloodhound Gang had a song called Soft When Wet.
1: Well, okay. <laughs> um,
0: but so what's interesting... The Bloodhound Gang is The Bloodhound Gang. We don't talk about them. Okay. They have a song called The Bad
1: Touch. I, there are lots of bands that you listen to that I'd prefer you not to talk about. <laughs> I'm aware of that. Like the ones that have the severed animal heads on Oh, there. you're
0: talking about cattle decapitation.
1: Something like that. That
0: actual band. Cattle decap. I was listening to them this morning at work.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I actually just came out with a new song. Pretty cool. Please stop talking about that. <laughs> uh, what's interesting to me is I don't know if part 9 is set before or after part 8 but when, jo- when Jodeo's design was first released, everyone was talking about like this and this. Or he has a Tendency of like refining designs, and they're like, These mysterious lo- man, it looks like there could be a connection between this dude and Jodeo based on their appearance. So, like, I'm I, I do think more than like that Japanese man who is who they are going to steal from is going to either be Josuke or someone from the Higashikata family or a member of the Lokakaga smuggling organization that Josuke and Kira and all them were battling in part eight. It's going to be one of those two, either the Higashikata family or the Lokakaga smugglers, I believe. And so,
0: that was the main point. I was, I was like, yeah. I feel like they're going to
1: pull somebody in here. Which it, you, you're just like, yeah, they got to. It almost has to be. I would, I, it you'd would, bet money on it. It you? I would, I, it would not be a criticism if it wasn't a pre-established character, but I would be shocked. Yeah, I would be flabbergasted <laughs> if it was not Not that
0: absolutely floored that yeah like for me i see this i'm like they've got to because um the exact text like that the person has here it says that um oh where's
1: that the exact uh what are you looking
0: for uh just the way that the they wrote the text um one Japanese person gave, uh, a customs declaration that they had this diamond when they entered the country. hmm That Japanese person owns a villa on Hawaii Island.
1: So this sounds a bit too rich to be Josuke and his family, but I could see it being them. Uh, this rich person is currently here on a
0: sightseeing, uh, vacation. Here's the villa. It's a really stately mansion. If you want a floor plan, I can get you one. Um... In which then they just go on to establish it, and then they say he's planning to stay there for 15 days, and they should have 12 additional days on top of that. Mind you, they're on uh, almost the farthest island away from
1: the main island. Part 3 of the new universe, we're going on a road trip, boys! Oh my gosh, not another road trip! (laughs) It's a significantly smaller Jap- road trip. The Japanese man is Dio. <laughs> you may have thought I was just a Japanese man, but no, it is I! You're- Dio! You thought I was a Japanese man, but it was high. I! Dio! I just, I can't make that joke. I'll
0: make that joke off air. Yeah, I'm aware of that. There's a whole bunch of them that you'll make off air. Yeah. So yeah. specifically I mean,
1: about Dio, a white dude pretending to be a Japanese. Oh God! <laughs>
0: <laughs> I forgot. Do you? Well, everybody looks white, and then you forget their names. Like, okay, obviously Joe Star. That's white. Yeah. Not 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 white. That's white. White. <laughs> but um, yeah. That's. But then you have like. Uh, uh, Jotaro Kujo and you're just like, okay, what the heck's going on here? And then you have Jolene Kujo.
1: Yeah, well, to be fair, Jolene would be three-fourths white and one a quarter Japanese. Yeah. Because you've got Joseph is half Japanese. He Not Joseph. Jotaro is half Japanese. He yes. married an Italian woman, so Jolene would be...
0: So what you're saying is she's half... Like, she's like three-quarters Guido.
1: No, she's a quarter Guido, uh, a half uh, a half Harry Potter. She's half Harry Potter, half Harry Potter,
0: <laughs> half, Harry Potter, a half quart- Guido. Yeah, a quarter a Ka- quarter Guido a quart- and a
1: quarter Japanese. Uh, she's half she's half Harry Potter, a quarter Guido and a quarter kamikaze. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, I just feel this is devolving now. So. I feel like this is, like, a good point where we could just say, like, I can't wait to see, like, what's, what's coming up. Yeah, and is-
1: what I, what I will say is every Jo, every JoJo arc starts the, 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 inciting mission that they go on is almost never what it ends up being like. JoJo's arc is one of the only ones where it's like, we have to go find Dio, and that's the entire arc. Yeah. Like, Jonathan's, like, the first episode is Jonathan as a kid being bullied by Dio, and you're like, oh, this story's gonna be about Dio trying to steal his inheritance. No, it's about Dio turning himself into a vampire and trying to kill everyone. Exactly. Joseph's arc is like, oh, the story's gonna be about So turning himself into a vampire and coming straightzo,
0: to- so Straightzo, Straightzo. straightzo. It's the, been so long since I The dude there. he
1: shot with a Tommy gun. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, that guy. Okay. Oh, it's like this story's gonna be about straightzo coming to kill... Nope, the- Cars! Yeah, nope, half-naked, half-naked Mesoamerican men. <laughs> By the way, his name is Cars based off the band. Yeah, the band not, Cars. We're,
0: we're not talking about actual, like, vehicles that you drive around.
1: Yeah, it's like Josuke's Ark. Oh, you've not seen it, so you this'll all be Spoil new information. Spoil it, info. I don't care. This'll all be new information for, I know you don't care, I'm just saying this'll all be new info, info for you. Josuke's Arc, it's like, oh, this is about uh this is about um Um one of the men that his grandfather put in jail coming back for revenge. Nope! It's about a ser- it's about a serial killer with a hand fetish. <laughs> that is weird, man. That's Josuke's Ark? Yeah, the serial killer um, has a hand uh, has a hand fetish. He likes to keep the hands of his victims after he's killed them, which is oh that guy. guy. Okay, yeah. this guy by the way, based after David Bowie.
0: I can see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And Joe Part Four was modeled after Prince. So Part Four yeah, so is literally a battle of the bands.
0: <laughs> is David
1: Bowie <laughs> versus Prince? Yeah. Part Part Four is just a battle of the bands between David Bowie and Prince. Gosh. Um, part five. It's like, oh, this is going to be a story about Jorno um, trying to enter the enter the mafia and get like trust and working his way up. No, it's actually about Jorno trying to assassinate the mafia boss. Don't spoil
0: Jolene's arc. We're just starting to watch it, mind you.
1: Right. Actually, Jolene's is one where it probably it doesn't would, do that. Yeah, Jolene's probably an, is probably is one like Jotaro's where it's like it's just straightforward. Yeah, the, the premise from the beginning is the premise okay. you stay with. Uh, Johnny's starting out is the horse race obviously he enters a horse race with gyro and they don't introduce the idea that you're collecting jesus's corpse until a good way in so that's the <laughs> so, twist hey hey yeah you know like we've been doing this for a while so what the heck are we doing oh we're trying to find jesus yeah. <laughs> and so i i am positive that this this idea this uh, premise of them pulling a heist in a diamond heist that is not going to be the main plot. No, absolutely not. I am positive. I, that I is... feel
0: the same way based off of this particular image here, which is there's a volcano go one off in the background. Yeah, it's, jo- it's in jo- Hawaiian jo- Islands, jo- obviously. and
1: Dragona sailing to a, a volcano. Also notice the nine on the boat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh,
0: so, I really... Also, I like the fact that they kept saying mechanisms instead of stands.
1: I, I don't think that was referring to stands. I think it was referring to... Um, like abilities or something? No, him? I think... I, I got confused about this, too. I thought they might have been renaming Stance. I think the mechanism was Jodeo talking about, like, this, the societal system of him. Oh, okay. Like, his, his social um That makes and more Stuff sense, like now. that. And I've seen people memeing that, like, you're no longer allowed to call it, like, society. You have to call it a mechanism. Yes. <laughs> we don't live in a society. We, we live in a mechanism. These mechanations. <laughs> A joker. <laughs> get, get out of here, joker. We don't live in a society. We live in a mechanism. <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix, step aside. We live in yeah. a mechanism. mechanism. Also, this is just a small thing, something I like. I didn't even think about this, but you read manga left to right. Yeah, you know, I. Someone else pointed out I like the earring on on Jodeo's left ear is Joe, and he's got the star pendant. So you read left to right. Joe close. Star. Joe Star. Wow. I like that. <laughs> I like that's that. an arky touch and a half. It is that is absolutely an arky thing, and I really like. So going back to the protagonist designs, Jodio might have one of my favorite designs so far. Yeah, I really like so, his look. To be honest,
0: like of all the ones I've seen, and I know anything about, like I really like, oh, I like Jodaro.
1: Oh, his yeah.
0: like shtick of how he's just like sub, just like. yeah he's that guy oh joe the only thing i don't like about him is his freaking hat (laughs) like he's got a half hat like the back half of it is just gone yeah the back half of. and he just has it sitting on his head i don't know how it stays yeah that's the problem i have with it it's just it's just there but every like jolene i like her uh like kind of feel to it yeah how things are but i don't know enough about her character to like yeah. Really understand, but well,
1: even going off of characters, I would say like my th- my my favorite JoJo designs. I love Joseph, but his design doesn't pop to me. Sure, Joseph, like I I love Jo I love Joseph like my firstborn son. Obviously, Joseph's, because you and Joseph connect on a deep level. Joseph's Joseph's like my favorite character. Johnny, he's not the redheaded stepchild. <laughs> yeah, Johnny, that's Jonathan. <laughs> Johnny is the best JoJo like in terms of writing. Sure, he's my second favorite, but like. My favorite designs are Jotaro, Jodeo, and Johnny right now. And I like Johnny's design just because, like, he wears... It's that different, completely. Wool, and also that wool cap. I have tested this in the mirror. When I wear a wool cap and my hair gets that long, I look exactly like Johnny. I identify with him. I identify with his looks and with his depression. So, <laughs> <It's a laughs> <laughs> Sadness ensues. Awesome. <laughs> oh, God. Have you seen the... Is that a... Is that a mother F and Jojo reference meme? No. So there's a meme that like. Is maybe, it the
0: one where it's like is
1: that a butterfly?
0: No. Is that where they changed it to like JoJo? No,
1: so like that that can that works with the meme, but no, is that a mother F and Jojo reference meme? Is it's the same thing. Have you do you watch South Park? No. So South Park had an episode where like they had a joke where um <laughs> Gosh, Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but um, so it's basically South Park had this um, episode where they just basically made a joke that because Simpsons has been on the air so long, you can't do any episode of TV that's not ripping off the Simpsons. And so, like uh, the main characters were trying to find a premise they were they were trying to like find something to do that the Simpsons hadn't done. Every time they would do something, a kid from their school would just go, "Simpsons did it! <laughs> Simpsons did it!" <laughs> And so <laughs> that's it, essentially the
0: whole shtick. There is like,
1: is that a JoJo reference? Yeah, because... except for just anime. JoJo's been well, no, no for real life stuff. So like, if oh, like if you see like if you see someone dressed even slightly like Josuke, well, is that a is that a mother effing JoJo reference? <laughs> and I've seen people make the meme because like turtles and stuff have been, and Johnny's paralyzed. I saw someone make a meme of like with a picture of a turtle on it and a picture of someone in a wheelchair. In a picture of like a cigarette or something like that. Is like, are, are, is that a Mother Epping joke? Joke, all right. Well, I feel like we're at a really good point
0: where we could just kind of, like, call this halt or whatever, just because, like, this... Honestly, we're, like, we're really excited about this, but there's really no other, like, plot points we could talk about or anything of yeah. that nature.
1: Honestly, it's 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 not surprising. The plot is only just... Really, the thing to talk about with this one is just, like, like Just the
0: start-up. Like, everything that we've already been getting. Yeah, the characters,
1: specifically Jodeo,
0: we could have talked... And Dragona, but, like, we don't want... We don't have to open up that can of worms. Yeah.
1: And there's nothing to talk about with Paco yet. There yeah, will, Paco's
0: very, very frat, like defi- new. There definitely will be,
1: but... Um, um, what was
0: the name of... The, so, actually, in, in this...
1: The Filthy Frank dude. <laughs> is the, that what you call him? <laughs> that's what everyone online's been calling him, the Filthy Frank. Okay, they, he's he's basically Pink Guy, which is the yeah, Filthy Frank reference. He's, he, he's, he looks like Pink Guy. They did not... They didn't mention his name in this chapter, so okay. he'll probably get a name next... Um, Next month, yeah, when chapter two he, comes he basically
0: just like walks in the door, he's, he's like, Hey there, yeah,
1: uh, skit not just Oh my gosh, I need to get used to Jodio existing. Jodio,
0: Jodio, 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 hey, hey, I don't want to hear your bullcrap. It's Jodio, I, I need to you get, give me crap about Joseph and
1: Jonathan all the time, dude. It's Jodio, yeah, get it right. I need to get used to Jodio existing. <laughs> Um, It's not Jorno. it's Jodio. He's actually the, uh, he's actually the student that Jodio sold drugs to earlier in the chapter. And at the end of the chapter, they reveal that he, Meryl, their boss, Meryl May, is going, is adding him to their, uh, Diamond Heist group. Yeah, in which they're all like, oh, this sucks, man. (sighs) Which is honestly the right reaction to Pink Guy having to join. (laughs) Hey boss. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah,
1: so uh, uh, we could have talked. I meant to talk more about Guns and Roses and all that, and but standing. But yeah, that can we, we that can, can
0: wait because we need like we need more information in this situation. Yeah,
1: well, I was gonna say people were the the image that was released of Jodeo before the series started had a. He had a tag on his um, jacket that said November, yeah. and people were guessing this name. This name of his stand was going to be November Rain because of that. Yes, I also saw people floating. November has come, which is a Gorilla song. Yes, as a reference. Now I've listened, I listened to it. I re-listened to it because I'm didn't. I don't listen to that one a lot. Sure, I'm a Gorillas fan. I don't. Um, you I, don't like that particular song of Demon? It is. Yeah. Um. That, yeah, that was one of the songs off of Demon, um, November Has Come is one of the songs off of Demon Days that I didn't like. on album. Um, I I listened to that album
0: all the time when I was younger. Yeah,
1: I didn't particularly like it, but but I would prefer, um, November Has Come as a stand name, just for, um, just because I'm a big gorilla. No, number nine, November Has Come. I'm a big Gorillas fan and they've not gotten a reference anywhere in JoJo yet, and so I was really excited at the prospect of yeah, a Jo a JoJo, a main JoJo having a Gorilla stand. Well, I
0: feel like you you have to at that point just understand like everything has been cemented in the 80s. No, well, M- mainly. So you have yeah, the Prince and David Bowie dichotomy going on.
1: Yeah. But he's he has referenced other stuff like actually one of the characters from Part Eight had a Rihanna a song. For oh his yeah, stand.
0: but then he like like but it, like his main like shtick has yeah. always been the eighties. Yeah, that's
1: always been his main main shtick. I just wish that he would <laughs> branch branch out. out yeah, yeah, because I would like to see. What, of, what up, was the name of Jotaro's stand again? Star Platinum. Star Platinum. That was a tarot card. Yes, that was before we started doing song references for stand Yes, I really would like to see specifically gorillas. And of Monsters and Men get references.
0: I'm going to tell you one of those is definitely not going to get your reference. Probably not of Monsters and Men. Exactly.
1: I I was, back when it was believed that this arc was going to take place in Iceland, I was hoping that that would be a good enough reason for him to throw Love Monsters and Men's way. Yeah. But like
0: Hawaii, I feel like we're going to get a little bit more Ska references. Maybe. Uh, Or we may get uh, a Sublime reference. Yeah.
1: Uh, I was hoping for the gorillas reference, but when I looked, when I, when I read that versus November, here's the thing, in, in the new universe, all the stand names so far for JoJo's have referenced their stand ability, so Tusk, Johnny Stand, is a reference to his nail bullets, sure, Johnny's stand ability in part 7 is he can shoot his nails at people like bullets, and he called it Stan Tusk, because he said that his ability had turned his fingernails from nails into tusks, like animal tusks, okay. Josuke's ability soft stand soft and wet, produces bubbles, and when those bubbles pop on you, they have the ability to steal something from you. So if, Jos- if Josuke p- pops a bubble on you from his stand, he can turn you blind. He can take away your sight. Oh. So Josuke's stand is called soft and wet, referencing his bubbles. And so when I saw that the big contenders were either November Rain or, no- or November has come, I was like, it's November Rain. I can already picture what that standability is. I don't know what November has come would be as an ability. And I was like, November. Winter. Winter. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, November rain? Rain, like rain-based fighting. And sure enough. We got rain-based fighting. Rain-based fighting. So.
0: I, I, I really am kind of actually excited about this. Yeah. Um, Which is surprising because I, I have been like, there's a guy I used to work with. We called him Latte. He was cool. But he was a huge JoJo fan. Mm-hmm. And we all gave him crap all the time for it. And there was a bunch of us that gave him crap. Uh-huh. But uh, I don't know if he'll ever hear this, but Latte, I was wrong. And I apologize. <laughs> because I, I really do like this. Yeah. It's, it's actually a really cool universe. It's it's interesting to see how this guy has been writing for so many years. And he's been swapping like, arcs. And how he's weaving them all together, and then he's like, "Oh, I needed to reboot this, so he just rebooted that yeah, whole." Well,
1: that is a big thing. If I think of why JoJo has kept up its quality so long, is because, like, unlike something like Dragon Ball, I know you like Dragon <laughs> Ball, but I'm going to, unlike something like Dragon Ball, where like, whenever Akira Toriyama decides he wants to put a new down payment on a car, he'll like light, he'll like, he will give his he will give Dragon Ball off to like. He will give drag- the rights to Dragon Ball back to Toei or whatever, and say make a new Dragon Baller, and then they make Dragon Ball Super, and then they make the Super wasn't horrible, and then but they- and then they make and then they make a film adaptation of Super, which is called Dragon Ball Super Superhero. You just listen to that Tyler, oh my god, I I kill just- me! I don't wait, what? What Dragon Ball Super Superhero? What? That was a movie that came out last year. Or I didn't know that. They released a movie called Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Let so me, Let me, I can find it. No, I was, I was
0: just looking at that there, but I was uh, wondering, has uh, Arki worked on anything besides, there it is. Yeah. Has it... Arki worked on anything besides JoJo, or has he only done
1: JoJo? He published a couple of series before JoJo. Um, Most of them got canceled within 12 chapters. Okay. Um, And he has... So what he does... He has worked on one thing. He's... Well, he's written a couple of one-shots. So, like, different little bit of stories. He's written, like, one-shot stuff. But there is one series that he has worked on aside from Jojo consistently. And that's the series Thus Spoke Kishibe Rohan. And that is a spin-off starring Rohan, who is a side character in Josuke's arc. Okay. And thus spoke Kishibe Rohan. Araki has actually said that that series is basically his dumping ground to write any stories that he can't figure out how to fit into Jojo. So whenever he can't <clears> figure out... So whenever he's got an idea for a story, but he can't figure out how to put it in Jojo, because it would like disrupt the he story... He just dumps it. He puts house. it in Rohan. So Rohan's story... Are, is just a story about Rohan going on different adventures and encountering different either Rohan goes on the adventure or he tells the story of someone he knows who experienced this adventure yeah. and thus spoke Kishibe Rohan it's been publishing since I think like 95 and I think it's got 10 ish chapters so literally it's like it's it he he will publish maybe like so he's only worked on two things
0: essentially okay so my my point there is this. Okay. You look at Akira Toriyama, okay? He started writing Dragon Ball in 84 ended in 95. Mm-hmm. In the interim, while writing Dragon Ball, he worked on 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 other series. Those are all one-shots, but like not all of them. One of them uh, right here, and one of them here, and one of them here. A Ele- lot 3
1: one-shots, 4 one-shots. 11 one shots. What I'm getting at is none of those are series. Those are all Church. like individual stories that he's telling, with the exception, I, I'll give GoGo Akman 11 one shots. That's essentially a series. That's essentially a small series. Yeah.
0: But what. Uh, now, not, my I, thing is that, like, he's worked on so many different things in the span of writing Dragon Ball. Okay. But what. I, then. All right. From then on, he's done another 10, 12 projects. Yeah. And then he started writing Super again, where I'm like. Arkie, he's in his universe. And he's got his baby. Yeah. And he gives all his attention to his baby.
1: And what minus I... Rohan. Rohan. And what what I was also getting at is um I think there is a very particular advantage JoJo has that series like Dragon Ball. And I only pick Dragon Ball because I know you like Dragon Ball. Sure. Other series would be series like Naruto and One Piece. Yes. Stuff like that. I think Jojo has an, an advantage that those don't, which is Araki can keep this going for as long as he wants because he tells his story, finishes it, and then he says, all right, let's tell another story in this universe. With yeah. Him. Jojo, it's like Star Wars in that sense. Yeah, it's it's like we said before. It's an anthology. Yeah, there's an endless amount of stories you can tell, and you can bring back characters from previous parts if you want, which he does a lot. And so I think that's an advantage that JoJo has. Is it's one series, and like parts one through six, they tell an overarching story. It's not it's not just that they're all completely disconnected. There is an overarching story, but it's an like o- the first three are deeply connected. Yeah, but it's an overarching story of individual stories to the point where <laughs> like it. It's harder for that to grow stale in a way that Dragon Ball does cuz mm-hmm. Dragon Ball like Super it like, literally is all the same story essentially. Yeah, until so like,
0: you get to Super and it's a totally different story. So it's two stories. Well,
1: That's it. I would I would even to like to Super's point Super's a different story in a very surface level way, but it's like tournament arc. Let's yeah. tell let's do a tournament arc with Goku and then we'll do uh or so, you, so if well, you start I, all I, the way back with here, Dragon Ball. so here's
0: the thing. Which tournament arc? There's been more than one. Right. So there was the Cell Games. There was the Universe 7 vs. Universe 8 tournament. There was the original Dragon Ball tournament. Then there was the Universe tournament. Okay. And so it was all like 12, 13 universes mm-hmm. facing off against each other. Mm-hmm. So there's been four tournaments.
1: And so what I'm getting at is like it's a lot of I know that you It's get, a lot of repetitive. I know that you get up in arms with me saying it's just the same thing but it is yeah. repetitive and it's and the, But the thing
0: is this that I, I don't get up in arms about it. Like, I, I understand. And
1: JoJo can be repetitive too in the way that it structures some of its fights but there is a lot more There's a lot more to then just like the corn on the cob that we see just repeated
0: over and over. Again. Yeah. Just kernel after kernel. Yeah. It's like, we got some meat and potatoes. We got some other veggies. We got yeah, all like, this stuff. It's
1: like, and it's not just a different protagonist each time. It's a, it's a completely different cast of character each time. So yeah. if Arky were writing Dragon Ball, it would be like those four tournament arcs. Would, be, would each be a tournament arc with com- a completely different cast of characters each time. Also... So he could he could, he could actually tell the same story mm-hmm. and just tell it with different characters each time. It's essentially a new story because it's like all these di- new personalities interacting mm-hmm. with the story in a different way. Yeah. Which is the... Did you mm-hmm. hear that? Neighbors are weird. That was weird. I thought... Wait, there is some kind of noise outside. I... I would presume no one heard that. My microphone is pretty strong, so they yeah. could have heard it. But Anyway, what I'm getting as like JoJo, I think that's an advantage it has that other series don't.
0: Just keep talking; it's fine.
1: Well, I, I that was my entire thought. Oh, okay, yeah.
0: So I feel like at this point, I feel we are pretty done uh, yeah. with that whole conversation. So um, I feel honestly, I can't wait for the next chapter. Yeah, I'm super cool with it. I'm listening. And I honestly am just very happy to see... Go ahead and lock that. Yeah. Um, I'm very just uh, excited to see what's going to happen with this whole story arc. And it's it's truly like reinvigorated my love for JoJo. Because I like it. But I've it felt like it started to grow stale on me. But now that I see this whole new universe thing, I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, cool. And And, and I'm experiencing it with you at the same time, so we can have like deep conversations about this, and I could be like picking your brain on this. Like, it's got to be something. And, but we don't quite know.
1: And I think this is a. Uh, I think this is something that will carry over into the anime too, because we're going to watch part six, obviously. Obviously, Jodoro's <laughs> arc is an arc that can get stale because we we've discussed like there are a couple of fights in that arc that you could cut. to yeah. make it more efficient. Like the,
0: there was one particular uh, fight they called the Gambler fight, and they had two episodes for it. You literally could have like they pulled. That's, t- that's not one I would cut. From I'm not saying
1: cut. I'm saying. Cut down instead of having two episodes for the gambler, you could have had one. Well, I th- I think that one works fine as two episodes. I'm thinking of like the like the magnet arc and the young oh, yeah. and the baby Polnareff arc. The baby Polnareff arc was weird. Yeah, you could cut. There are lots of reasons you could cut that one. Yeah,
0: yeah there's. There's like five or six different reasons, at least. Yeah,
1: and if you're and if you really want to do the stand that makes people young, do it with Joseph, so we can see young Joseph again. Yeah, they should have done
0: that. Yeah, they really they, should have. Also, the uh, the uh, the woman, the weird woman who uh, was attacking Joseph, and then he used uh, a hermit purple oh one? the
1: the boil yeah the boil one Man. i honestly
0: feel like you could have like got rid of that one that was weird i mean
1: you probably could but that's one of the only fights that like focuses on joseph and gives him a um and see spotlight. that that's not joseph's fault that's arky's fault how dare he diss our favorite person <laughs> so with that uh we were th- gonna we were gonna make this a mini episode and we went for an hour and a half so
0: well I mean, we could still call it a mini guy okay but, but it will be a mini guide and just focusing on JoJo Lands. Yeah.
1: So. Uh, so you're with that I
0: feel like we've ended another wonderful episode. So yeah. uh stay tuned for the next one. It's always gonna be fun. And uh maybe, just maybe, this JoJo Lands thing I'm I'm gonna be okay <laughs> with. Yeah. See y'all. See
1: ya.